Good morning, church. I just want to say thank you for joining us and thank you for your giving as we have received the offering. Thank you for all those that tithe to our church and give offering. And you know that the Bible teaches uh, in the Old Testament that we are supposed to tithe 10% of our income. And so I want to thank you, all of you, for giving and all you that um, give offering to our church every week. You know, it's such a blessing. Thank you for believing in our uh, work and the ministry. You know that many of uh, the monies that you donate go to help kids in Africa. We just uh, recently dug a well for uh, a children's home. Before that, um, we helped uh, raise funds um, for some bathrooms. And so there's a lot of things that's going on. And even when you look around, all this we have here, uh, the recording and, and uh, studio equipment and lighting. So you know what? All of that uh, makes it a point to help further the ministry. And so I want to thank you. And I want to also pray for the offering before we begin. Heavenly Father, thank you, Lord, for your generous gift to us, Lord, that you give us the power to obtain wealth. Lord, thank you for those that gave today. Thank you for their heart of generosity. Lord, we ask that you would bless them a hundredfold return. Watch over their family. God, we pray for this offering that there be an increase, God, an increase uh, in their family. Heavenly Father, we pray that you would multiply by the fish and the loaves of bread. Lord, that you would meet every need during this time. Lord, we ask for your divine providence and provision in our life. Thank you, Lord, for the hearts of those that are able to give. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And if you want to give electronically, you can see it on there. God bless you. You know, I hope you enjoyed worship uh, today as well. And, you know, as we just went past our Thanksgiving, we're now entering to our Christmas holidays. And I'm so happy. I know this has been a, a strange year, but I know that God is going to show up in special ways to our life. And so let me just begin uh, as we enter into this time. Uh, let's look at the book of Psalms 37 and 23. Verse uh, 37 or Psalms 37, verse 23. And I'm reading out of the new translation. It says, the Lord directs the steps of the godly. He delights in every detail of their lives. Look at that. The Lord directs the steps of the godly. He delights in every detail of their lives. I want to speak to you today on the subject of stay on track. Stay on on track. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word, for your word is life. It is everlasting. Lord, we ask that you help us and direct us today. Touch our minds that we may understand, our ears we may hear, and our hearts we may receive. We take authority over the sky above, the ground we stand on, and the air that surrounds us, Lord. Help us, Holy Spirit, to understand and hear and receive what you have for us today. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen. You know, during this time in history, you know, uh, this year has been very 
different. We no longer have church like usual. We, there's a lot of things that is unusual for us today in America. Everywhere you go, you have to have a face mask. There's social distancing. You gotta stand six feet from everyone. Uh, and it's kind of uncomfortable because we're just not used to it. And there's a lot of things that's going on around us. Uh, we have mixed information about the pandemic. We um, we have mixed information on the news. We have mixed. Uh, you know, one day uh, they want to shut uh, down the city, and another day they don't want. Uh, uh, another day they say, well, you can go out uh, uh, and do things. Another day you can meet and have service. But then, you know, even in Thanksgiving, now they're telling people during Thanksgiving, don't uh, congregate, uh, don't have more than your immediate family. Now we're hearing things like, oh, uh, don't even have Christmas parties and all these things. And, and it's really hurting a lot of people. And there's a lot of distraction. There's so much noise, so many things that we're trying to juggle. What do we do? Uh, you know, if you have kids um, in school, you see them one day, you know, they might go to school. The next day, uh, they might not. And one day, uh, maybe you can be an in-person student. And the next day, it's all online. There's a lot of things that can cause us to lose track of uh, and focus on what we're supposed to do. See, there are a lot of things coming at us, you know, even still today. We, we see even in during our election, there's a lot of things going on. Uh, it doesn't matter what party you're with, there's a lot of distractions. You know, in the book of Romans, chapter 8 and verse 18, this is the Apostle Paul speaking, he, and he says this in Romans 8, 18. He says, For I consider that the sufferings of this present time is not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. And, you know, in the King James Version of that scripture, it would say, for I reckon, you know, or I consider. I reckon means I thought, I pondered that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in all of us. See, brothers and sisters, I want to tell you right now that oftentimes we look at suffering uh, as a negative. And I'm not saying it is a positive. I, I'm saying it is a negative because we, we don't like suffering. Suffering is bad. Pain uh, is oftentimes bad. You know, when you go and see people that are suffering in poverty, you go to other countries uh, that are in poverty, you can just see it and it bothers you. Uh, poverty bothers you, hunger, starvation, malnutrition, all these things. And here the apostle says, I consider the sufferings of this present time. You know what he's trying to say? He is saying that if we could stay focused on what God has for us, then the suffering will not even cost anything because the glory of God and the things that God is trying to get out of us is greater. Brother and sister, I want to you consider like this. The things that are in you right now that God has placed, that he, he created you. The Bible says that he knew you when you were yet 
in your mother's womb. And the Bible also speaks about how God created us in his image. So all of your talents, all of your skills, all of your giftings, all of your intellect, and all of your creativity, God had placed in there. And sometimes we don't, we get complacent in our life. Uh, and through suffering, through things that we have to deal with, we can be drawn out or creativity can be taken out of our life. I want you to consider like this, that when you're going through this situation, haven't you become more creative in doing certain things? Haven't you thought about new things, how to do? Maybe you have a business, you gotta run it a little different. There's creativity. Uh, maybe now you dig deeper uh, in your commitment to your family, that you dig deeper in your commitment to your children. Maybe you dig deeper in your commitment to God. See, that's all the glory, the goodness of God, the presence of God coming through you. For me right now, I, I feel like during this time, uh, I've gotten deeper in my prayer life. I've gotten deeper trying to understand God's word. I'm even trying to, uh, uh, I asked the Holy Spirit to teach me to pray again. Wow. You know, teach me to pray. When I read my word, uh, my scripture, Lord, show me something I've never seen before. Many stories we've read, but our brothers and sisters, don't, you know, don't lose track, but stay on track. It's very easy when you're going through suffering. It's very easy to get just focus on those things. But I want to tell you right now, stay on track. And staying on track is doing what God has called us to do. Think about it. So what are those things? Love God with all your heart, with all your mind, with all your strength, with all your soul, and love others as yourself. We've got to get into a place where we're so passionate about the things of God that we stay on track. So we don't want to jump off track because something is distracting us. We don't want to jump off track because uh, we have this new pandemic and all this thing is throwing our life in uh, chaos. But stay focused. Stay focused on God. Stay focused on loving people. Stay focused on being passionate for His Word. See, brothers and sisters, God sometimes allow us to go through these things so that we can refocus and for Him to bring out the glory that is already inside of us. You know, it's often said, uh, I remember listening to a great um, leadership teacher and he said that most people learn things through failure or through suffering. Okay, you learn more things through when you fail, when you've done something and it didn't work out. What did you learn from it? Uh, but when everything is going well, you really don't learn anything. Did you know that when you suffer or when you fail, I know that some of you is like, Pastor, how can you speak like this? I'm hurting right now. But I promise you, you will see the goodness of God through your suffering. You will see the goodness of God through dealing with this. You will see the sweetness of God when you're dealing with situations in your life. See, the glory of God is already in you and me. He's trying to reveal it. He's trying to get people to look at you and see how can you be at peace when you have all this around you. And you could see God also providing for you 
like the raven providing for the prophet in the Old Testament, that, uh, that God provides for his people. You will be able to see that um, God will meet all your needs, like the Bible says, according to his riches and glory through Christ Jesus. You will see God's faithfulness. I'm living that. You know that God said, you know, I have to say, Lord, I'm just staying on track. I am not getting off track because I know what your word says in Psalms 37 that we read earlier, that you direct my steps. And you know, that word steps means what? Keep moving. Keep moving. Some of us are, are just stop. No, keep moving. Keep living life. Keep trying to do your best. I know the things around us are trying to stop us. But first thing I can tell you like this, stay on the track and keep moving. Keep moving one step at a time. Keep moving towards the things of God. Don't now, you know, it's easy just to flip the TV on and, and watch a sermon, you know, and, you know, you could do it in your pajamas or whatever, but try to do things as normal as possible. You know, get up, try to dress up a little bit, try to, you know, get yourselves ready, get your mind on God and worship like you're right there in church. I know it's easy just to be distracted, but stay on track. You know, we, we often tell our, our, our kids when they're studying, or if you're a teacher, stay on track, stay on task. Don't forget to pray. Don't forget to read the word. Don't forget to connect with others. Don't forget that your steps are ordered by God. You know, steps signifies progress. You know, when you keep stepping forward, one step at a time, you are moving forward. It's progress. When you stand still, you're not going anywhere. But when you're stepping, it's progress. It might be slow. We might not know anything. And if the Bible says that the Lord directs the, the steps of the godly, sometimes we don't know where his direction is. We don't know where, but we know that if we stay faithful to him, he's faithful and just to give us what we need. See, brothers and sisters, we've got to learn that this time of suffering is trying to reveal something greater in us. You know, it reminds me of athletes. You know, if you ever uh, understand the background of world champion athletes, you know that they go through a lot. Uh, they suffer their body through a lot, especially like football players and things like that. We don't see the background of all the pain of soreness in their body when they're lifting weights and they're training. Hours of uh, maybe throwing a football or shooting a basketball or hitting a ball with a baseball bat or even golfers, thousands and thousands of hours that they're suffering themselves, sacrificing. And then when we see them win a championship, that's the glory from where they put themselves through. It is the glory where we see them win. And some of them, you could see tears running down their eyes. It's because they know the sacrifice and the suffering that they had to go through so that they can experience that glory. Have you ever seen that? Somebody that's year in, year out, you don't see them do anything, but behind the scene, they're, they're, they're sacrificing, they're doing things. And all of a sudden, one day, boom, you just feel this joy watching them, hearing them, listening to them. It's because they sacrifice. There's a suffering that goes through with glory. You know, I want us to look at 2 Corinthians 4, 6 through 9. 
It says, For it is God who commanded light to shine out of darkness, who has shone in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. But we have this treasure in earthen vessels, that the excellence of the power may be of God and not of us. We are hard-pressed. Look at verse 8. We are hard-pressed on every side, yet not crushed. We are perplexed, but not despair. Persecuted, but not forsaken. Struck down, but not destroyed. Brothers and sisters, just like the apostle here, he says, you know what? I'm pressed. Don't you feel like you're, you're being pressed on every side? Yet you're not crushed. You know, it might be perplexing to us. We might be like, wow, what's going on? You know, when is the answer? When is Jesus coming? When is, <laughs> when are all this COVID stuff be over? He says, but not in despair. Yeah, we can be perplexed, but you have to remind yourself to stay on the track. Know that God has ordered your steps. He said, we might be persecuted. There's some churches now that are being fined because they are preach or they're meeting and they're also being fined because they're singing in church right they're persecuted but not forsaken that means that while men might persecute us but God has never forsaken us you know what you could be struck down and say you can't meet but we can never be destroyed because why God has a plan and God has ordered our steps brothers and sisters no matter how perplexed you get no matter how pressured you feel you have to understand this is a time for us to cry out to God and stay on track meaning what Lord, I am focused on you. I am focused on what you're doing in my life. I know your goodness. I love that song, Goodness of God. I know your goodness is running after me. Think about it. You've got to understand that the Lord's goodness is running after you. Doesn't matter what the world looks like. Doesn't matter if we don't have the answers. What matters is we're not forsaken and we are not destroyed. Brothers and sisters, I want to encourage you to stay on track. Stay with God. Stay in His divine presence. You know, and, and also in the same chapter, 4, verse 17, 18, says this. Paul says, For our light affliction, which is but for a moment, is working for us a far exceeding and eternal weight of glory. I love that verse. He, said, he calls all of his suffering light. He calls all of his afflictions light. He calls it, but for a moment is working for us a far exceeding eternal way to glory. Brother and sister, I want to tell you right now, this pandemic's going away. This, uh, all the things that we're dealing with, it's going to be gone away. But what I want to ask you this, when all of it goes away, because it shall, because God will make it go away and life will go on, when it all goes away, will we still stay on track? We will still be focused. Will we still be in love with God? Will we still love others? Will we still be passionate for the things of God? See, my concern is, as a pastor, that when everything goes back and we kind of have more freedom and we can move around and the vaccines and all these things that's going to happen, are people still passionate to go to church? Are people still passionate to pray? Are they still passionate to read? Are they still passionate about the lost? Brothers and sisters, no matter what you're doing right now, stay on track. See, 
We know that God knows everything. And when he knows everything, it helps us to know that he holds our life in his hand. I want to I leave you with a couple thoughts. One, don't lose focus. Stay on track. You know, get deeper in the word. And two, during this time, what is God trying to show you? What is he trying to get out of you? What is the creativity uh, and the, uh, the things that is in you that you've been trying? Maybe some of you need to uh, write a book. Maybe some of you need to learn uh, uh, a new hobby. Maybe some of you need to do something that you've been wanting to do. I have a friend that during this shutdown in his city, he's been remodeling his house. He's taken the time to remodel his house. And, 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 and that's what he's been doing. Don't allow this time to just waste away, but stay on track. Keep your focus on God. What is God trying to show you? How can you dig deeper in Him? You know, in Romans 8, 29, it says, For He foreknew, He also predestined to be conformed to the image of His Son, that He might be the firstborn among many brethren. Moreover, whom he predestined, he's talking about us, these he also called, whom he called, these he also justified, and whom he justified, these he also glorified. Look at verse 30. For moreover, whom he predestined, these he also called, whom he called, these he also justified, and whom he justified, he also will glorify. Brothers and sisters, stay on track. Say it to yourself. Stay on track. I'm staying on the track. I'm staying on the track of God. I'm staying connected to uh, God. I'm staying connected to the Holy Spirit. I'm staying connected to His Word. I'm staying connected by prayer. I'm staying connected to my church community. I'm staying connected in my giving. I'm staying connected. I'm staying on track. I'm doing everything because God has ordered my steps. See, sometimes we, we get into uh, a little bit of suffering and we want to say, oh, I want to just throw it all in. Or I want to jump ship. But brothers and sisters, stay on track. Don't give up. Don't give up. Because we, one, stay focused on God. Knowing that God, too, has a plan. And three, His word is eternal and He will fulfill His promises. See, brothers and sisters, you've got to focus on God at this time. Not on other things. Don't allow everything to distract you, but stay focused on God. Know that He has a plan. And lastly, know that He will fulfill what He has promised. Don't allow fear. Don't allow distractions to get you off the track. Keep moving. Keep stepping. Remember, the steps of a godly person is ordered by God. And he delights in everything we're doing. He delights in you. His goodness is chasing after you. I don't know where you are today. Maybe you're a little distracted. Maybe you're not as focused. Maybe you want life to go back to normal. But brothers and sisters, I don't know if life will ever go back to normal. 
Maybe this is the new normal. I don't know if we'll ever. We don't know. And that's the uncertainty. But one thing is this. God is sure. God never changes. And so we can depend on the goodness and the faithfulness and the unchanging ways of God. God's ways, I mean, his unchanging character. You know what? What he says is eternal. So, brothers and sisters, I don't know where you are, but I want to pray for you right now. Maybe just lift your hands wherever you are and pray with me. Lord God, I want to stay on track. Lord, help me to stay focused on you. Help me to know that your word is true, that you never change. Lord Jesus, help me direct my path, order my steps. Let me uh, walk in your divine purpose and will. Lord, allow me to see things that I haven't seen. Let me have a revelation of you. Heavenly Father, allow me to walk in your divine guidance. Help me, Lord, in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. God bless you if you prayed that. I know God will answer because he says this, when you cry out to me, I hear you and I answer. And so God bless you. Have a great week as we get in closer to Christmas. Just have a spirit of joy this Christmas season, no matter what's going on. You know what? It's still Christmas. You know what? Put on some Christmas music. Put a little bit of decoration around your home and just enjoy this season because God is in control. God bless you. I'm praying for you. May the Lord be with you. May the Lord keep you. May his face shine upon you. May his grace be with you in the name of Jesus. I love you. See you next time.